to the Della Fit Podcasts, 360 degrees of holistic fitness and health, all in one podcast. Salutations and proclamations. It is I, it is you, it is us, it is we. Together, we make up the digital family that is the De La Fit Podcast. I'm your host, Philly's number one son, aka the body alchemist, Sun Moon Bay, bringing you another podcast excursion. Welcome, one and all. Happy Friday to you. Boy, do we have a great show. That's right, the 360 Degrees of Holistic Fitness and Health All in One Podcast is back with another power packed show for you. Boy, that was a mouthful. Uh, welcome. It's going to be such an interesting show, such a fun show, indeed, uh, which I'm going to do my best to carry through because yours truly has a sore throat. That's right. Uh, so if I seem to pause a little or get a little raspy or <clears throat> excuse me, cough a little, it's because yours truly is dealing with the after effects of a cold and sinus effect, sinus infection. You know how it is when you work with the youth, work with teens, um, and it's just the side of life when you are uh, used to working with people in general, especially the young people. It seems like all of their germs are extra strong. <laughs> but, um, Boy, do we have a great show for you. So I want to start by thanking the good people at Anchor. So for many of you out there that do not know, I do this platform, uh, which is the Daylight Fit Podcast, my podcast. We do this on uh, through Anchor It is our hosting uh, uh, site. And it's a great, great, great app. Uh, I would recommend anybody that is uh, eager to get into podcasting to go uh and, and download it but the cool thing of it is is I, I record everything and my engineer takes uh all of the recordings chops it slices and dices it and puts it in the audio oven and turns it into delicious audio magic and from there we hand it over to the magical elves and fairies at anchor and they sprinkle a little magical dust on it and poof, voila, you have a podcast. <laughs> if only it were that simple. But no, um, it, it actually almost is. Uh, uh, I'm so pleased that the good people at Anchor, they created uh, an option so that now you, the listeners, can leave your messages with us. So uh, you can leave voice messages with us. So you're literally you're a part of the podcast. And I have... Um, we have different messages from you listeners out there and I picked one uh, that I thought would be very interesting to respond to today uh, and I actually have brought in a former guest to actually talk on the topic uh, which is a little bit about uh, plateauing but you know what but before we get into it why don't we actually listen to this message right now hello Dayla Fit Podcast this is Mama Carla I was calling because I would like to hear ways that I can maintain my diet. I'm starting to lose weight. Um, I'm over 55 and it's getting a little bit more difficult. So could you give us some hints about how to maintain? Thank you. So first things first, I just want to thank Mama Carla for calling into the podcast and leaving her question. This is the first question to debut uh, on the Daylight Fit podcast, typically we go through email and our um, uh, our uh, boards on our social media 
when we deal with our questions. But this is the first time we're actually letting everybody, the listeners out there, hear a question uh, from another listener. So I just want to thank you for that. Um, I actually called in a special guest just for this question. And I'm very excited because this special guest hasn't been with us in over a year. But before I go about introducing them, I just kind of want to set up a little bit more about the uh, the question, because it seems as though there's a little bit of um, a little bit unsaid underneath of that, if I'm understanding correctly. So Mama Carla says that she is 55 years old. She is currently um, on a diet and she is losing, but she wants to make sure that she she wants to know what she can do to maintain uh, her current fat uh, fat loss or weight loss. And um, with that being said itself, it seems as though there is a concern with stalling or plateauing although she didn't use those words to say that i kind of got like an underlying sense of that um so i'm just going to talk a little bit about those things before we get to our guests so um in my own experience there are three different types of scenarios there is the individual who can diet uh and be active and they seem to hit their target weight with ease they'll lose the weight it seems like it just melts off just like there are some individuals who can change their diets work out and gain muscle mass very easily um number two you have the individual who they change their diet they're active but it seems as though they, it just takes them longer to burn fat um again nothing wrong with that you know uh everybody's different our bodies are unique we're individuals um and then you have the third individual who is kind of almost like in between the two you have this individual they diet they they're they're active and they seem to lose weight very quickly and then all of a sudden out of nowhere it's like a door shuts and they've stall or plateau again all three very common scenarios nothing wrong nothing to be uh worried about but you know again we're our first things first our bodies are adaptable biological machines they are made to adapt if you look at our bodies our bodies are constantly adapting to all types of stimuli mental physical spiritual all the time so this is within its scope in its realm of 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 uh activity so um with that like i said i'm gonna now introduce the guests one of our special guests for this week which is a miss shawnee butler shawnee is a physical trainer from out in the florida area she has lots of experience working with older adults uh and has seen this issue uh many times uh and i can't wait for her to share this information but before we do we're going to take a quick break we're going to uh hear from our sponsors and they're going we're going to get right back to you but you know where you're at you're here with the day love fit podcast Pull up your favorite chair, kick your feet up, relax, you're home.
You know, the amount of discipline, consistency, time and effort that it takes an individual to lose their desired amount of weight in order to advance closer to their aesthetic, health, strength, endurance and or general physical maintenance goals is in no doubt a worthy and immeasurable cause. The uptake of such an endeavor goes hand in hand with such life altering journeys such as higher education, going on a spiritual quest or planning for one's own financial future and stability. In short, the shit's real when it comes down to our own individual health. And no one understands this more than when one has taken ill. Feeling unwell can make the simplest task seem daunting. And the sooner we comprehend this fact deep within the very fiber of our being, the much better we will all be. But what occurs when you're already in the midst of your physical transformation and it seems as though progress has stalled? Something that many of our active elders, whether they have been consistently active their entire lives or in just recent years, are dealing with. What occurs when the body plateaus? Our friend and returning guest, physical trainer Shawnee Butler, may have the much needed answer for you. So, Shawnee, what's going on? How are you doing today? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you very much for asking. How are you? I am messing up with my words and also still getting over this sinus infection, which made me not as capable of saying and speaking as I normally would, the eloquent speaker that I am. Speaker, speaker, speaker whatever anyway <laughs> so <laughs> shawnee so uh for many of our guests out there uh shawnee butler is a physical trainer out in the florida area she has been on our show many times before but it's been a while i think she hasn't been back with us since last year and we recently got a question and the question was what takes place or how does one continue past their plateau when you're losing weight and you know it just seems as though you've hit that 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 wall and you can't seem to get past it you know especially if uh this is normal for many of us you know um many different age ranks but what about you know our elders you know this is a question i've had for many of the elders they're like i just can't seem to get my weight down to this certain level what what can they do what can what can they do to answer this uh question shawnee um, basically, there's a lot of, well, not a lot of things, but a few things that you can do is we adjust, number one, your nutrition. Um, as we lose weight, like a lot of times we go on diet plans or nutrition plans and it's set at a certain calorie level or um, our macros and things like that. And we, pick, and we forget to take in consideration that we lost 25 pounds. So now that we've lost 25 pounds or however much weight we've lost, we've got to readjust our menu, so to speak. So our calorie intake has to go down. Our macros have to be readjusted. So that's one way to kickstart it. The other one is um, definitely with your workout plans. You're always going to have to like increase your intensity ever so often. Like I tell my clients and things like that they need to try to increase their intensity about every 15 days why every 15 days i just that's just a number that i kind of throw out there Mm -hmm. and that way you don't get you don't get stagnant it's just um 
it's an odd number, so to speak. It's not like the 30-day mark because by usually by the 30 days, you're kind of like, oh, I'm bored with this. Okay. So like two weeks or so, you want to try to switch things up. And I have to do that with my own workouts and everything. If I try to follow a plan or something, about the second week, I'm like, I'm so bored with this. So okay. I have to do something different, you know? Just to like switch it up. I have to, you know, make my intensity go harder. I have to go for like a marathon bike ride. Not a marathon run because I don't run. Mm-hmm. But like a marathon type bike ride or something like that. Just something to like kind of like kickstart your whole metabolism, your body, everything. Now, is this the same? Uh, would this stand or reason to? Um make sense excuse me would this the reason stand that uh this same plan can be enacted by people of many different health um ranges like say an individual that might have osteoporosis or uh, a person that has osteoarthritis or something of that nature you know can they still switch it up every 15 days or how would they change the intensity what could they do you know um that was still going along with the guidelines that you're speaking of right now um, definitely, they can definitely increase it. You can always increase your intensity, or your intensity, or your um, your rest stances, or you know things like that. You can um, change your workout where, like a lot of us do cardio first and then our workout. Mm-hmm. Well, how about you do a little bit of workout and then some cardio and a little more workout and then stretch. Okay. You know things like that. You just want to like kind of shock your body so to speak because um there is a thing called muscle memory okay that you know one of the things that also happens when we plateau is just like we're going through the same motions we're doing the same kind of thing same type of exercises just about every day so our body is like oh i know this you know, I don't have to work too much hard because we didn't increase. I mean, it could be nothing more than instead of doing uh, 12 reps, let's increase it to uh, 15 to 20 reps. Okay. Add another set. You know, things like that. You're still doing the same exercises, but you're increasing the intensity just a little bit. So basically, little steps, little changes here and there, and as well as keeping the nutrition as the main factor. Of course, we all know it's 80% nutrition and 20% exercise. So let me let me give you an example. What because I, I know I've had a few individuals talk to me. I know you said about switching things up. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, uh, I have a, in, a client. She does a lot of walking. She walks almost everywhere. All right, mm-hmm. and she's dropped a lot of pounds. But mm-hmm. right now for her, she's like she again, she just can't seem to get past that 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 little mark. So would this mm-hmm. be would you say that to focus more on diet, to tweak it a little bit more or, you know, would she change that intensity or both like you're saying? Just just to make sure I'm understanding for everybody out there listening. Um, I would say both. Okay. Like she's walking and I know one of the things, um, a friend of mine has a client who um slightly autistic okay and they walk that's about the only thing they can you know like really handle doing okay you know their mental capacity can they can get up every day and walk okay so they hit a plateau too you know 
So what uh, my friend did was put a weight vest on him. Mm, and, okay. And then just by adding that five, ten, eight pounds or whatever to the weight vest, he started losing weight again. Got you. you know, just things like that. You don't necessarily have to go further, but sometimes if you just, you know, make your body work a little bit harder while it's doing the same thing that it's always been doing. You change you know, the outcome. It'll change the outcome. All right. Well, thank you, Ms. Butler. We appreciate you being here. Thank you so much. I know you, you saw me stutter and fumble on my brilliant soliloquy, which I had written about 20 minutes before that. And I almost got through it, everybody that's listening. And then I slipped and, and fumbled on it. And it was just a, it was a massacre. The thrill of victory was in my grasp and then the agony of defeat was right there. <laughs> You just kept going. You need to do it a second time. You're fine. You need to listen to uh, Les Brown's uh, speech about when he first gave a speech and he stumbled and fell, and then he he got through it. And the girl in the cloud claimed him as his girlfriend, <laughs> as his boyfriend. Wow. So, the speech was so good, they didn't even care that his voice crackled and whatever else. But just you know, keep it going. You're all right. You know what? That does sound good. But also by the magic of podcast editory, we won't have to worry about that. So you good people won't be able to hear me fumble and flip because by the time you hear it, it's going to be smooth at the baby's bottom. That's right. (laughs) All right. Thank you so much, Ms. Butler. And where can the people reach you again? Um, Instagram. Um, what is it? Eleven Shani B, L U V N underscore C H A N I I underscore B. And you're also on Facebook, if I'm correct, right? Yes, I am also on Facebook, Shani Burton, or my fitness page is Burn Buddies. Burn Buddies. Oh my goodness! And I've seen her workout show. I listen. Just so that you all know out there, I tease the hell out of Shawnee. She is my homie. We tease each other so bad on our social media. It is the worst. It's like we are like siblings, and we just go at each other. But she works her butt off, and she really knows what she's talking about. She's a great person, great human being with a great heart. So check her out on social media, on Instagram, as well as Facebook. Hit her up. She's great. She knows how to help you. And definitely reach out. We'll be back after these messages. Della Fit Podcast is now available on Spotify, iTunes, and Google Play Music. You're now tuned in to the Della Fit Podcast. Three sixty degrees of holistic fitness and health, all in one podcast. Welcome back. A uh, special shout out goes to Shawnee Butler for being with us today. Many of you who listen to the podcast know that Shawnee was a consistent guest most of last year. 
but I will say due to popular and increased demand in her schedule, uh, Shawnee has not been able to be here as much, which is excellent for her. And we're so proud of all the work and, and, and um, attention that she's getting because she's very, very deserving of all of it. Um, but it's so good to have her back here and to share her information with us. Also, special shout out to Mama Carla for leaving her voicemail uh, for everyone to hear and being a part of the show. Um, just for everybody out there, uh, just to remind you all, if you want to leave a question or a voicemail, you can. If you listen to us on the Anchor app, you can actually go into the podcast notes, if I'm correct, or podcast profile, and there's a section on there which will allow you to leave a voice message. But for all of you who are listening on other platforms, you can also contact us at our Google number, which is 267-908-5689. And you can leave us a voice message related to uh, a fitness question. Um, a, a, it can be uh, something in the range of financial, something dealing with uh, physical fitness, uh, something into spiritual fitness. And we will bring on the appropriate guests to answer the question. Um, uh, also, if you have a specific topic you would like us to talk about, leave us a voice message. If you have a specific guest that you would like to be on the show, you think that they fit into the whole 360 degrees of holistic fitness and health that we preach and that we, I don't want to say preach, I'm sorry, that we promote here at the Daily Fit Podcast. And you're like, yeah, that person would be great. They need to really interview them. We encourage you to either contact us and leave us a voice message or you can do an email. But, you know, it's I think it's so much more interesting to hear your voicemail messages because it's not just <coughs> pardon me. It's not. <coughs> sorry, guys. It's not just me. It's uh, or, or it's not just us over here. It's not just uh, us talking, but it's actually you, the listeners, being a part of the show as well. So we encourage you all to make use of the Anchor app as well as the Google number and leave your, your voicemail messages. You know what I mean? Because you never know. We might pick your message next. Up next, we're going to stay in line with the conversation. I know a lot of the times we when we're talking about fitness, as I've said before, we could be talking about financial fitness. We could be talking about spiritual fitness. We could talk about uh, all types of fitness that are still related to us as human beings. But we're going to stay in line to this today with physical fitness. <clears throat> and we're going to be talking about something that uh, is most common with many people who are uh lifters of weight or fans of weightlifting uh which would be joint issues you know if you're an olympic lifter or you practice olympic lifting whether it's competition based or whether it's just for your own personal fun whether you power lift again for your own personal benefit or if you're in competition bodybuild whatever it is or you're just a weekend warrior you say i just like to get it in every now and then and get jacked and swole well guess what Day after day, month after month, week after week, year after year, all of that without the proper nutrition, without the proper technique, without the proper rest and relaxation can aggravate joints. 
um, if you're not careful. So how do we continue to do what it is we love to do without injuring our joints so seriously that it ends up hurting our quality of life? Well, we have one of my personal mentors and friends back here, which is the trainer's trainer, Mr. Jeffrey Snyder, and he's going to be talking about that up next so stay tuned as we head over to the trainer's trainer and have a conversation about how to maintain our joint health it's time for another podcast excursion join us we are the Della fit podcast Welcome back, everybody, to the De La Fit Podcast, 360 Degrees of Holistic Fitness and Health for you. And we have one of my favorite guests here today. We're going to be talking about uh, a subject that is very important to uh, many of us, which is those those joints, those joints, those those darn joints, you know, those things you need to move and to pull and to do everything in your life and if you have an active gym life or if you're just getting older and things like that, then things can get pulled, things get injured, and we need to protect our joints. So I'm going to invite my friend right here, one of my favorite guests, my mentor, the trainer's trainer, Jeffrey Schneider. Are you hello, there? Hello, 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 buddy. How are you? What's going on, Jeff? How you been? I'm here. <laughs> it's going it's to rain today, okay? That's all I'm going to tell you. It's going to rain today. Oh, uh, man. Yeah, you, you, for everybody out there that doesn't know, you know, if you don't have any issues out there, you, you know what that means. Or, or I should say, you don't know what that means, so I'll explain it. Uh, <laughs> for those that have joint issues, you all do know what it means, and that is... You know, when you start to rain and things like that, and yeah, you can feel it. Like I'm feeling it in my elbow right now. Right. right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's part. It's uh, inevitable. You will have joint problems uh, if you're lifting weights. Um, it's gonna come and go. Uh, it's gonna come more than it goes. It's just one of those things. So, Jeff, what are some of the things uh, individuals can do to protect themselves, whether they're um, novice or new to weightlifting or if they're uh, older adults because we have a lot of older adults who are um, trying to be active and do things necessary and they have already uh, some have already aggravated joints what can individuals do to protect what they already have and as well as strengthen them well the first thing is your form okay your form is very important if you're doing the form wrong uh, you're setting yourself up for joint issues later down the line. Mm, okay. Um, proper technique is is good. If you learn proper technique, uh, you will um, your joints will not get damaged as much. Let's okay. say that. Um, and be mindful, you know, of what you're doing. You don't have to lift that heavy weight. A lot of people, you know, think I have to lift a lot of weight to get the body that I want. Moderate weight is good. You know, when you start lifting heavy weights. Um, you know, you start you cause joint damage, joint tendon and ligament damage, mm. and it's, it starts from there. You know, um, and your diet, your diet is very important to to eat nutrients and foods that are good for joint protection and joint health. So, um, 
Go ahead. I'm, I'm sorry. What, I was just going to ask, what are some of those foods in, uh, uh, that can help joints for joint protection? That is a good question that I cannot answer at this present time. Okay. No problem. I'm being honest. I just, I just know that um, I didn't do it. I wasn't taught the correct um, things to eat. I mean, I, I did the glucose dominican joint. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, but it was too late. My joints were too damaged to, um, you know, to even help with the joint and the, and the, uh, the um, glucose to me. Now, I know what uh, a lot of individuals have told me and a lot of things I kind of took was the fact of uh, lots of calcium, uh, one, to help. So a lot of vegans out there, I know uh, you're out there and you're saying, well, how do I strengthen my joints and things like that? I don't uh, I don't have eat a lot, any type of uh meat or anything like that um some individuals who are they say bone broth that helps strengthen joints as well as bones um a variety of different uh nutrients uh such as uh what is that it's not potassium i think it might be a little bit potassium zinc uh things like that what we'll do is we'll actually uh on the website post up nutrients that can help joints and overall body development and strength so we can do that for you to to make it easier because you know it's a lot of things you know off the top of the head that mm-hmm. are in there guys and we <laughs> you can't get them all out there at the same time right. we'll have it right. posted up for you um on the website jeff what else what else um as a competitive lifter in youth men, what what are the some things of the, yeah, some of the things that individuals can do? I, I know you said technique and things like that. All right, what about finding the right coach? That's very important too. Okay, if you don't if you don't know what you're doing, uh, you want to get a certified coach. Right. Uh, you want a coach that's had some experience on the platform. Right. And you um, this, those are the two things that you want to find. Someone that's been on the platform that knows about powerlifting, knows about me and meat preparation and uh, so they're certified right right but not all, they're not all coaches are going to be certified you know some coaches are not certified that are very very good you know mm-hmm. um, it's just you have to find out what's right for you when I was when I was coming up I came up in the school of Louis Simmons okay um, very aggressive heavy weights you know your form was good but they focused on a lot of other things and it was brutal brutal workouts I mean brutal Workouts. If you're not ready, if you're not ready to get off the boat, don't get off the boat. Right, right. Don't get off the boat unless you're ready to go all the way. And uh, that's with, with serious powerlifters. You know, not not your your um, fly by night, your passing fancy. Like if this is what you're going to do, you're going to have to live that life. Right. It's like bodybuilders. You know, bodybuilders walk down with a jug of a jug of water all the time. You know, it's the, 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 just it's it's the life. You know, you got to got to really be into it. Right, so, right. Yeah, what you want to do is get a good coach. And someone that has some experience, even a fellow powerless dude who's had some experience on the platform, is good. Right. Because they're going to be able to critique your form. They're going to be able to look at what's weak in your lift and then focus on that weak part of your lift because a lot of people don't realize you know, you're strong. You have a lot of secondary and tertiary muscles that, you know, you have your primary muscles that help you to lift. But mm-hmm. you may be weak in a particular part of the lift. And that person should be able to sit down and look at that part of your lift and say, listen, you need to do more tricep work. You need more shoulder work. You need more back work. This is what's going to help you to get through your bench press. Right, right. You need to be able to identify that. And if they, if they can't, then you need to get rid of them and find somebody else. Also, you want to surround yourself with like-minded people. You want to go to a powerlifting gym. 
You're not going to find too many towns to LA Fitness. <laughs> you know, but I mean, it depends on what LA Fitness you go to. Right, but you're right. You're not going to find too many towns in a certain LA Fitness. You really need to go to a hardcore powerlifting gym or just a hardcore gym, period. And that's what's going to, you know, that once you get in that environment, then you'll, then you'll know what I'm talking about. Another thing, just to piggyback on what you're saying, Jeff, is also for those out there who aren't interested in competing or also just um, are just in it just for general fitness and, you know, to, or want to maintain their fitness or increase it. Again, find a certified trainer, find somebody that can teach you the definite uh, ways, the proper technique and things that you need to do so that you don't injure yourself and you can maintain technique and you can continue to have the quality of life that you have. You know, and and also add on to it. Um, these are the things that you want to do. You also just want to do a lot of research, do a lot of reading. You know, look. I mean, when I was coming up, there was no, there was no internet, right? So I didn't have the opportunity to get online and take a look at certain powerlifters. Uh, that you know, I had a magazine that came out, Powerlifting USA, mm-hmm. it once a month, black and white, no frills. You know, and um, that's what I used as a training, you know, training tool to get my information. Um, right. I was able to get out to Westside Barbell to see uh, Louis Simmons and how they train out there. Um, and unfortunately, I couldn't stay out. You know, you, you know, it's in Ohio, mm-hmm. so you can't, you know, can't stay out of places like that. But uh, had the internet been available to me, I could watch videos, I could learn techniques through the videos. I had a good coach, and I had good, I had good training partners who were all powerlifters. Right. So that was a, that was a plus. But the internet, man, you know, you have, you have, you have, you can see everything. You know, you can, you know, you can look at your idol and say, okay, this is what he does. This is how he lifts. This is technique. That's and right. This is what he does. It was So, you know, the younger generation now, you have the benefit of the internet, which is, which is a plus. And again, to piggyback again off of what you're saying, Jeff, also be very, do a lot of research and don't just imitate your idol research yes. research what they're doing because that can also get you um, hurt too oh um, yeah you have to you have to um case in point Muscle Fitness Magazine years ago used to put uh, Arnold's workout in or um, some of the open bodybuilders workouts in the magazine and what happened was people like Arnold might let's say or um, Arnold might start off with uh, 250 pounds of the bench press mm-hmm. and, then go, and then go up you right. know and you had guys that couldn't bench press 250 pounds. But they were trying to put that weight on there to do that. You know, because they said, I'm following Arnold's workout. He says, so with 250 pounds, and caps were getting hurt. Right, right. Caps were getting hurt. So they stopped putting the weights in on these guys' workouts because you know, these guys aren't normal. That's right. You know, and you, and they're enhanced. You know, so there's no way in the world that a kid at high school who reads muscle and fitness is looking at Somebody's workout, he's going to do the same thing, and cats are getting hurt. So they stop putting the weight in and just say, This is what he does. He does dumbbell press, he does flat bench, he does shoulder press with no weights. Right. Now, right. the Power Magazine, Power USA Magazine, had the weights in there, but they said these are the percentages of scale it back for your lifting. Right. Right. And that you do what to do, you know. And again, it's very important. technique is so important. And again, like you're saying, you know, the bodybuilding, powerlifting, these are all very competitive, very, um, uh, uh, I don't, don't want to say aggressive, but very time uh, and life-consuming sports if you're going to get involved in them. Now, if you're just interested in general fitness or if you want to get stronger, again, do the research, take your time, all right, 
and don't go half cocked. I'm sorry. You know, and we, ha- we have to definitely say that, um, Jeff, make sure for a lot of individuals out there, don't go half cocked. You know, mm-hmm. you have to build up to a certain level of strength. And it look, slow and steady wins the race. It's yes, always it better to have that. Always better to have that. Jeff, we're going to close out today. I appreciate you. All right. Thank you so much for coming by. Where can people you. find you? Trans Trainer on Instagram. All right. Trans Trainer. And you're on Facebook, if I'm correct. I'm on right? Facebook, Jeffrey Snyder. G-E-O-F-F-R-U-I-S-N-Y-D-E-R. Everyone, thanks a lot for tuning in. We'll be back with more information in a few moments. Salutations and proclamations. It's Philly's number one son, a.k.a. the Body Alchemist, Sun Moon Bay, host of the Daily Fit Podcast, letting you know that you can now tune in from some of your favorite platforms. That's right, iTunes lovers, Google Play Music listeners, and Spotify addicts. Simply to tune in, go to the search section in your favorite platform and type in De La Fit Podcast. We haven't forgotten about you too, YouTube lovers or SoundCloud floaters. It's the same thing. Go to your favorite app or platform and type in, in the search menu, De La Fit Podcast. I want to thank all of our guests that participated in making today's show what it was. Um... The success that I feel it it was, um, all of the positive energy, all of the good thoughts, um, all of the questions that we had. Um, still excited about that. Again, shout out to Mama Carla for calling in to the De La Fit podcast and leaving her question. Um, shout out to uh, Shawnee Butler and the trainer's trainer, Jeffrey Snyder, for coming on to the podcast and leaving their their information and their experience um you know we've been focusing so much on this particular podcast on the body i want to take a little bit of time out to also talk about the mind uh and talk about perception perception is a very very interesting thing um from one angle, you can see something and it looks particularly uh, one way, one dimensional. And then if you change your angle or you you move around an object, then you start to see many, uh, uh, many complex sides of it. And we as human beings are that object. We have so many different complexities, so many different sides to us. And... It's interesting if you think of it, um, because we generally only see one dimensional side to each other. When we come in contact with one another, uh, it's it's co- actually quite comical. When we come in contact with each other, we see the first surface side or superficial side of each other so we'll just say we take our physical uh, appearance you know whether you're a muscular individual whether you're a uh, uh, slim individual whether you are uh, particularly large or whether you are tall or short or whatever Um, and then that's the first initial uh, contact that we have that's the first surface layer and now after that, you know, there's the communication part. 
And within that communication part, we see the first, or I should say, another surface layer, which is the surface layer of our personality, our character. You see how we interact when we're in group settings, how we interact when we're on in a one-on-one communication setting. And it's always interesting. And I know a lot of you listeners out there are probably kind of wondering, like, why am I bringing this up? I'm bringing this up because having a lot of uh, experiences with individuals, specifically in the past week, and dealing with their positives and negatives. Uh, I'll bring up a quick story. There's an individual that um, was coming in to a place that I frequent. And when this individual steps in the setting, they are typically very, very um, obnoxious. They are very, uh, they, they try to do their best to offset the harmonious nature of the environment. And a friend of mine and I were kind of, we were sitting and uh, just kind of communicating and talking. And we were really getting to the point where we were kind of like, you know, uh, getting annoyed. And what took place is that, you know, we removed ourselves from the situation. But we find that every time this particular individual would be in our presence or be within anybody's presence, there was always something that uh, was wrong, always a need for attention, always a need to be heard. So, you know, this has been going on for a while. So what we typically do is we decide we're not going to go into this one specific area. We're not going to go anytime because this person, this individual seems to frequent this area. doing this for our own mental health and sanity (laughs) we we decided to make a plan we would always go and and be in one specific area of this building so uh talked to another associate who uh works in the building a good friend of ours and they said that this individual continues to come in and make ruckus all the time and um this particular day, I was out, I was walking around, I was talking, uh, um, I was just kind of just mingling outside by myself, and I saw this individual. And when I saw this individual, I saw them, um, I guess I kind of caught them off guard. They didn't see me. This is the individual that was making all this ruckus, all this noise. Um, but I kind of saw them, and I was... I don't know what made me do it, but I kind of focused in on them because they were in the midst of talking to somebody else uh, and having communication that was kind of similar, but I could see that they were not the dominant figure in the conversation. And what took place is the fact of I kind of got a little bit more of a sense of this person's personality based on what I was hearing them communicate. And what I was hearing them communicate uh, was basically seemed like a lot of long-term exposure to disbu- uh, abuse and dysfunction and how they regulated themselves uh, to respond to individuals. This is due to this uh, prolonged exposure to abuse and dysfunction. And 
while the human side of me, the the empathetic side of me, was kind of like, wow, that's 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 a shame, you know. Uh, the other side of me that is not empathetic was kind of like, you know, and that's a part of my language, everybody like, fuck that dude, <laughs> and and pardon me, but you know, we are an adult uh, show, so. Um, my reasons for stating this is the fact of when I got off to myself and I thought about my experiences throughout the day and I thought about the experience that I had and I even had a chance to rethink of, you know, my not so much contact, but observing of this individual who uh, likes to start ruckus and trouble I started to think about all of the complex layers of myself I started to think about all the complex layers that many of us human beings have and it's quite funny because you know to one set of people one set of individuals you are something quite different you might be a friend you might be uh, uh, a person to lean on you might be a, a shoulder to cry on you might be um, you might be all of the good things to another person you're an asshole you're a jerk you know what I mean you are somebody that they don't like to be around to another person you are um, I will say immensely attractive you know you you hold a attraction that they feel they might never be able to obtain to another person you're disgusting you know what i mean um and it's it's interesting and and i'm saying this because of the fact of as if you pay attention to this if you pay attention to how we are as human beings the layers um at least for me a certain point of empathy can build for you a certain point of knowledge as the fact of you know what dealing with this individual or dealing with individuals i think at least for myself judgment gets pulled back now i have a lot of friends of mine you know and i, I have one friend in particular he's just, he always says you know only person that can judge me is the creator because that's the one that created me i've heard many people say this but i actually think that's the biggest load of bullshit i've ever heard I can judge you and I think people should judge one another but based on their inner reaction and based on the what they see according to that inner reaction you know what I mean and that is just a pure safety mechanism for individuals if my inner reaction with you is toxic and it's always toxic there's going to be a judgment there has to be a judgment the judgment is the fact of i'm going to use this judgment to stay away from you now i'm not going to generalize that judgment on other people but i'm going to use this judgment to protect myself and so i think we need to be very um discerning when we come and we talk about judgment but i'm saying this because of the fact of when you think of all the multi-faceted layers that we as human beings have within the within ourselves you know just individually you judgment can kind of be a tool for self-protection versus a tool of um casting uh some type of uh, uh power over somebody or or saying that they're not worth something or you know what i mean and i think that's what 
a lot of self-reflection brings and the reason i'm bringing this up is because of the fact of just like i said you know many of us we interact with one another time and time again and sometimes we get to a point where we we become selfish in our actions we become selfish in the way that we respond to things oh that's never going to take place to me oh i wouldn't do that oh they should know better no because this is why and we're thinking about how we think about things and how we deal with things but we're not necessarily thinking about the 360 degrees that we are created with we're not thinking totally of all the experiences that we've had versus others there are experiences that I know others who uh, are my age have had that are nowhere near similar to mine. Whether it's trauma, abuse, or uh, having it, not having it, two-parent home, single-parent uh, home, uh, relationships, it's just too much. So the thing of it is, is that I feel that we as human beings, we as individuals, we need to make use of that. We need to make use of that reflection and thinking about the fact of just how we fit and how we interact with one another. And even though we're dealing with a person that might be hostile, kind of being almost childlike with how we deal with our feelings. And when I say childlike, I mean, a child can be angry at you one minute and then in the next minute they love you a child can deal with you one day and be very upset and then the next day there is it's it's done and i think that's the best way to deal with life in a sense you know what i mean you deal with every situation according to that situation and it's 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 hard because we harbor things we're we're kind of taught to harbor things you know and part of that protection of ourselves is about remembering remember certain things so that you can you know live excuse me and survive through your experiences you know it's, it's kind of like an emotional map this person did this now let me watch them you know but you can watch them but the judgment is based on how they act right then. And there's deeper layers to it. It's way deeper layers. But I just kind of wanted to bring that up because it was something that hit me. It was something that really made me think um, dealing with the events of this week and individuals and people. And I just kind of wanted to bring that up because it's very important. You know, I, I, I kind of feel like at least in the western world at least where I, I i was raised you know in the east coast we get very self-centered it's very easy to get self-centered um <laughs> growing up in philadelphia grow uh and having friends in new york and in uh jersey and other parts <laughs> pardon me sorry <laughs> um we get into this thing you know like uh for me it was north philadelphia north philadelphia was the life you know it's my neighborhood it's my friends it's my environment 
it's everything and you know you wear your 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 shirts with NP on it North Philly proud and you know and all that and you 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 go to your neighborhood games and things like that and you know oh we might go out to South Philly all but he's not good as North Philly and all that you know and then when you leave your city you know oh, I'm going to New York but I'm I'm from Philly and all these things like that and you know going to New York have family up there I always remember hearing them say Brooklyn 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 you know Brooklyn go Brooklyn you know and it's always funny and the thing of it is is that there's nothing wrong with uh, pride and where you come from there's nothing wrong with that but to get back and tie it into what I'm saying is the fact of being able to reflect on oneself to slow down and reflect on inner reactions and that com the complexities of who we are and the multifaceted sides that we have it, at least in my opinion it sparks empathy and it sparks a kind of like a um a common ground you know um and if you use that as a balance to the pride that you have you can have pride but you can also understand other people's pride you can also understand people's anger other people's situations doesn't mean that you're not going to deal with them on the level that they approach you i mean if a person comes up to to you or me and at least me and says you know they want to assault me you know i'm not going to go back and be like wow what are all the things that could have took place for this person to think about that you know that that, that could have caused them to get to this level at that time no i'm gonna knuckle up put my hands up and lay them out if i have to i mean you know <laughs> and then later i might be like wow that's crazy you know i don't know what took place i didn't know that individual i don't know what's going on but you know what i mean so it's just some thoughts some food for thought for all of you out there uh i thought that it would be so a quick good conversation to discuss with you listeners out there um you know, just to kind of bring it home to what we do here with that 360 degrees of holistic fitness and health that we always are discussing here at the De La Fit podcast. Um, again, I'm so excited for everybody that joined us this week, all of our uh, guests that were here. We have a great show next week for you. Um, I'm going to kind of let that build up i never like to let you all know within the podcast what's going to take place but we're going to be talking about some very complex uh issues uh coming up soon it's going to be exciting it's going to be informative as we always try to uh make it here um and hopefully it's going to be resourceful uh also i'm going to be sharing uh probably on my social media uh, more information dealing with nutrition and joints and how to help with joint health also going to be posting it up on the day Life fit podcast if not uh this, excuse me the day Life fit podcast website if not on the website we're going to be posting it on the social media which is day underscore la underscore fit podcast uh so that everybody can have that information up and have it handy for you or on the website we are still in the process of revamping the website which is www.daylifefitpodcast.com um we're moving we're progressing uh but you know uh, you know as one of the the spurs of it you know you, you gotta find the right people and i like to find the right people to do the right job uh, the daylight fit podcast is something that has a spirit that i, I of positivity and 
individuals I don't just call individuals be like hey could you do this job that's not me I want people that to come with the right spirit and come with the right right mentality so you know we're still in the process of getting somebody to go up and revamp that to make it nice presentationally for everybody so uh, I'm, I'm not gonna front it's a little clunky right now but we're gonna we're it's still useful but we're gonna make it a little bit more streamlined for you all out there um as always uh we encourage you to definitely call i mean to um write in uh if you have topics if you have a discussion uh something that you want us to discuss um if you have somebody that you want us to have on the show please feel free feel free to write in at our email which is daylightfit13 at gmail.com uh, you can go to the website, which is www again, excuse me, w, again www.theylovefitpodcast.com, and uh, go to the section that says contact us or uh, and write in your uh, questions and things like that. You can go to the Anchor app if you are on Anchor, Anchor, and you can contact us in the section that says message. Uh, voice message you can do that or you can call us at our number and I'm again let me let me try to bring this up I'm, I told you guys I'm so poor at this when it comes to having all the information I have to have it on my phone and then I have to find it on my phone which I'm in the process of doing now and that number is 267 uh, hold on hold on hold on I, I love it when when um, electronic stall and it makes me look so stupid anytime <laughs> so that number is 267-908-5689 you can call in to our google uh voice message leave a question uh a a, a topic to discuss or um a guest that you would like us to contact we are eager to hear that and you know what we get that message we we might even have it on our show we might even uh put it on the show for everybody to hear so please make sure that you speak speak clearly uh make sure that you leave your first name and last initial or if you want to use a nickname we don't mind you know just make sure it's not too insane um <laughs> you know but um so we are so excited to have this new feature available to everyone and uh i'm just excited i'm, I'm excited and i'm uh, uh thrilled about the possibilities of what's going to come so as we always do at this time i just want to remind everybody that you know to continue to promote the village and to for everyone to each one teach one so as i say at the end of every podcast the village it takes a village to raise a child and we are all somebody's child and each one should teach one so if we're all somebody's child we're all family and each one of us should teach one of us to help us build and be better to everyone out there i hope that you are loved i hope you love yourself and i hope that you're on the road to becoming the best person that you can be uh we are here to help you we are here for positivity and we thank you for tuning in as always thank you and have a great beautiful day you've been listening to the delafit podcast ta for now